Ladies and gentlemen, get ready for the Super Bowl. Adam Bob's in Miami Beach. Coming in three, two, one. You got it, baby. Good morning. Good morning. Sunshine. You look pretty good in those shorts. Buddy. I do look good, don't I? We we are live from Miami on South Beach at the uh, Clevelander, as a matter of fact, where ESPN is doing their show. And it's Super Bowl weekend, and this place is nuts, Ed. It is, isn't it? Wow. People everywhere. The streets are crowded. I love it. You know, I've never been to a Super Bowl, and I still don't have tickets. But uh, Oh, there's plenty of people on the street, though, to sell you one. Yeah, well, sure for $10,000. I'm not sure they're the real thing. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. This is the Ed and Bob Show. He's Ed. I'm Bob. And we like to go around and go to different places while we do the show. So we're, you know, Super Bowl. you got um, Kansas City Chiefs are a one-point favorite over the San Francisco 49ers Sunday. Uh, this is Super Bowl 54. You ever wow. been to a Super Bowl? Yes, I went to one. And uh, let's see, it was in Miami, as a matter of fact. Wow. Yeah. I've never the been to Denver one. Denver Broncos, who they play? They won. And, uh, wow. Yeah. I'm down jealous. You are. Never been to one in my life. Well, you're going to do one this weekend. I hope so. It's at Hard Rock Stadium, 630 on Sunday, and uh, should be a lot of fun. Yeah. So we're glad to be here. Good to be in the sunshine. We're going to get this show started. And Ed always has some news or things in the news that um, either made him mad or he couldn't believe them. So <laughs> where do you want to start at? Well, i got a little local stuff here and also okay. some national stuff I think is pretty funny. Anyway, there was a fire this past week. Or recently in, in Carnes and the fire crews from Carnes Volunteer Fire Department were called yeah. and it, it was in Carnes at 6.30 and everyone made it out safely, no injuries ever, ever, but however the home was deemed a total loss but I the mean, fire they, department was there yeah, they how were could there. it be a loss? I don't know. You know, they don't uh, ever put I think the problem that we're always going to have outside of the city limits is there are no fire hydrants in a county, unless a developer has put them in or it's an industrial park. Mm-hmm. And a fire truck cannot bring enough water to no. put out a house fire. No, you can't. Um, it's just a fact. I mean, you I mean, you could bring a tanker, but if it's a fire that's engulfed, you're not, you're, you're, even if there's not a lake by where they can run a hose or something, I think a lot of times it's just to make sure everybody gets out alive and, and make sure the houses next door don't burn down. You remember recently we were talking about the color, the top of the, yeah. you know, the fire, the fire hydrant and what it meant. Well, I've been looking at them. <laughs> so, so now yeah. you've noticed them, haven't yeah, you? And I'm a little disappointed with my neighborhood here. <laughs> what color do they have in your neighborhood? Well, it's, it looks like a pastel color. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> Maybe it was like, I don't know. It's confusing. You know, we're not yeah. sure. That's a little con- disconcerting. It is, isn't it? <laughs> okay. NPR is reporting that most Americans are lonely, and our workplace culture may be helping it. A new survey of 10,000 Americans finds that 61% of us are lonely. Young people, men, and those in new jobs are some of the hardest hit. You don't. 
don't think that's a great point. No, but if you think about it, there's a generation or two out there now that all they, the way they communicate, the way they associate with other people. Is yeah. by text only. That's true. They or, or email. Yeah. They don't know how to talk face to face. You could have text friends. Yeah, that's about it. Yeah. We, you remember when we had a show? We talked about some people that their their love life is uh, with their uh, somebody they've never met in their life, but you know, strictly uh, <laughs> online. So I, you know, it, it doesn't surprise me to be honest with you uh, that there are a lot of people in those generations are lonely because they don't know how to mm-hmm. they don't know how to um, associate with other people. Do you play f- uh, fantasy football? I, you know, I did. Uh, well, I tried for like a year, and all it did was made me mad. Okay. And lonely. Well, <laughs> sports gambling giant DraftKings—they—they uh, they won't give this former bachelor contestant the one million dollar prize for winning an online fantasy football contest because she and her husband were accused of cheating. How do you cheat? Well, I don't know. But they, he was supposed to win a million bucks, and they won't pay. Yeah, they won't pay. Well, that's a fantasy. <laughs> <laughs> There's another fantasy for you. They beat more than a hundred thousand entries to take the top prize. Wow. So, how about that? Do you, have you ever played fantasy football? Uh-huh. Do you understand how it works? Yeah, you just you pick your team, don't you? Yeah, you pick up. You, you, you like some of the leagues. You only have like a quarterback, a receiver, and a running back, and, and you you know, and and you'll have a couple of defense or a punter, kicker, stuff like that. And then, depending on how they do that weekend, is how you do. And, and you then you have to you can trade or whatever. I don't know. It just got t- so complicated. Yeah. I was like. I, I don't care that much. Well, I, yeah, my son plays it, and he plays against another, some other kids, so right. young men, and you know, they talk about how who's ahead. Yeah, well, that. I guess if you're doing it with your friends, that's yeah, that's more fun. fun than if you're doing it with some line. Or how many people did they beat? What'd you say? A hundred thousand. Holy cow! <laughs> so uh, we got Valentine's Day coming up the fourteenth. Yes, and um, so do you need to start panicking or figuring out what you're going to do, or do you do something big for Valentine's Day? No, not, not to I, say. Know, Except yeah. more of when you're young, you, think, <laughs> you take them out to dinner and get yeah, a rose yeah. and all. Yeah, right. and can't. Well, nobody buys candy anymore, do they? I, well, uh, you know, um, I haven't in a long, long time. No, uh, I, I don't know. I think. Flowers never get old, but flowers die so quickly. I think women uh, probably would rather have something that lasts longer, like diamonds diamonds and gold. (laughs) So, All right, we've got to get out of this uh, and move along, and we're going to get into the question of the day, and you get to go first. All right. Well, Bob, you know we've got these TVA problems with coal ash and all around, and now now there's another bull run steam plant over here that uses coal. Right. It's in its... uh, in Claxton, right. near Oak Ridge and Knoxville. Right. And my question is, is there a problem there? Because people are writing the newspaper, they're calling about it. They're concerned about that coal ash over there. Well, you know, and I still, even though with all the articles that our good friend Jamie has done, she, Satterfield, she's been such a great, um, just a wonderful reporter. And um, she's done such a good job of covering all this. Coal, just to straighten me out a little bit, Ed, coal ash is what happens after the coal is burned, right? That's what's left over? Right. And then they just pile it up somewhere. Yeah, they pile it up, and and it's almost like... Uh, it's 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 like 
little granular, you know. Okay. And then they have to they have to wet it down to keep it from blowing. Really? Yeah, and and also they have to keep it out of the lake, of course. That's what happened in Kingston. And it, it uh, could be a problem. Well, evidently, it's toxic, right? Oh, yeah, very people much so. Sick? so. Very much so. So are people in hazmat suits when they haul this stuff away? Yes. It's almost like it's radioactive material or something in the sense that it makes people sick. Could be. So um, well, when they shut that down... What are they doing with all the coal ash, have they said? It's buried, I guess, but they're not shutting it down. I mean, they're still going strong out there at Bull Run. Well, in a couple of years, yeah, I think they're yeah. supposed to shut down. But they've got a huge pile, and they put a tarp over it and and um, and water. I'd be concerned. I would, too, if I lived there. Well, it's it's. Um, I don't know what's going to happen there. I think, you know, things like that, uh, not figuring out what you're going to do with something once you've got what's left after you've got the energy out of it is uh, putting a little bit of the cart before the horse, which evidently the government does on a lot of things. So, What's your question? All right, I got one for you. You think people are ever going to live on the moon or even Mars? I think so. Probably not in our lifetime, though. I was looking at this, and I was... I thought, well, that's the dumbest thing I ever heard. But they say... I mean, NASA said they were going to have a permanent lunar base as early as 2024. That's mm-hmm. in four more years. Mm-hmm. I just, uh, to me, it just seems like a fantasy to me, I guess, because I'm... No, I, I think, you know, there's a couple of billionaires who are really working on this. Richard Branson of Virgin Airlines and yeah. Jeff Bezos of right. Amazon. They're, uh, they're looking at affordable space tourism. And getting it up and running and, you know, co- cooperating with other countries, constructing what could be a human space colonization. Why not? Would you, I mean, and folks, what we're talking about is where you would move to the moon and that's where you live permanently. And, you know, uh, unless you decide to come back at a later well, time. Well, I think these guys are talking about going up for the weekend. <laughs> oh, you think so? That it's just going to be like a tourism? Yeah, it's tourism. Would you go to the moon for the sure. weekend? If I can get a rental car. <laughs> <laughs> if you can get the mileage on yeah. your credit the card. Is they're, they're probably like the rental cars in Florida this time of year. Boy, they're expensive. <laughs> so you really think in our lifetime that people will live? I mean, I know people will stay on the International Space Station for like, what, a year yeah. now or something? Mm-hmm. But you think people will actually be living on another planet? Yes. Really? Yes. God, just have a hard time swallowing that. Mm-hmm. Um, and here's, you know, do you remember Stephen Hawking? Yeah. The guy that died that was supposed to be one of the smartest guys. He said that in this, he said this is 14 years ago. Of course, he's passed now. 14 years ago, he said that the, America, the Earth people must begin colonizing planets and other solar systems in the event that eventually an asteroid is headed for our planet, which could cause everybody to die or a nuclear war where you could get the hell out of dodge oh, yeah. and head to the moon yeah i'm getting out of here buddy okay going <laughs> to space aren't we all right tell everybody what's uh, coming up uh, on the show here today what our topic is and then you've got a sponsor okay our topic today is a good one how many bodies are buried on earth are we going to run out of space for burials in the future and do the dead outnumber the living on earth hmm. I, I, I was really intrigued about that we've done a little research so you 
won't like this, folks. So stay tuned here. Well, I want to talk to you about Ripley's Aquarium of the Smokies. Now, when you go up there to a cabin or to a fireplace somewhere, because they all got fireplaces now, be sure to go by Ripley's. It is just absolutely unbelievable. This has been rated one of the top aquariums in the United States. Why? Well, they've got everything there. They've got that big tube, and it's a, you don't even have to walk. It's a walkway that moves. It takes you right through the sharks. Yeah, when you're and my age, you like that. Do I? When you're my age, you like that. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> you got Stingray Bay, Penguin Facts. They've got tons of penguins and uh, a whole lot of things. They've even got some food in there. So be sure to go see them. Check it out. Tell them you heard about it with the Ed and Bob Show. And get that Ultimate Fun Pass, too. You can upgrade for that for Ripley's Believe It or Not, the Moving Theater 5D, Haunted Adventures, the uh, Mirror Maze. That was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Also, all of their golf courses, too. Okay, Bob. All right, Ed, it's time for the topic of the day on our show. And uh, today, it, it did intrigue me as well. I know you mentioned that. How, how many bodies are buried on Earth? Are we going to run out of space for burying people? Um, should solid caskets be replaced maybe with pine boxes, you know, dust to dust, Ed? Yeah. And will cremation ever be required, not an option? So... I'll let you get started on this if you want to. Uh, okay. What was your take when you kind of got into all this stuff? Well, I was—I thought maybe, I, I read some things on it, and I thought maybe there are more people on Earth alive than what's dead in the past, but evidently that's not true. But the population of the planet has reached 7 billion. Wow. 7 billion people. And that's according to the United Nations. But what's the figure for all those that's lived before us? Well... You know, it, it it's agreed by most demographic that the UN figure for number of lives today is reasonably accurate. The problem is, how do you calculate how many have ever lived before? Where mm-hmm. do you start? Right. I mean, you go back to Noah's Ark, or do you go back to wherever? You know, so it, I don't think it makes any difference. Well, you know, um, the thing I got out of this that was interesting to me right now. Um, for about every year, for about every thousand people, only about 20 people are born, okay? 20, 24, something like that. They say a long, long time ago, it was like uh, 80 people for every 1,000 people. 80 people were born a year, which they say is a really high number. Um, and that used to, this is a long time ago, probably caveman kind of thing, the... the um, People only live to be maybe 20. You know, most people well, never made it out of uh, being 20 or so, and people that could survive and live longer. So, well, I know I'm long-winded here, but there probably are a lot of people that died so much earlier where now we live to, what, 68, 69, 70 or something. And what is it, 15 dead people for every live person? No, it was uh, is it 30. 30, 30. For wow. every... For every person that is alive on earth today, they say there are 30 ghosts or 30 people that have died. So that's a lot of people. You know, did you look at some of this stuff about other countries where, um, you know, you can't even find a place to bury your people? Well, some places in this country you can't. Yeah, you remember the days when you would, um, I mean, there was a day, folks, that you, you had your little country church in your neighborhood and everybody went there. And when you died, you were buried out back of the church, right? Right. So... You know, then we got cities that grew and, um, you know, became more suburban and areas. And 
there are some places I read about, like in London, where you, they don't allow burials anymore at all. And I don't think they do in New Orleans because they're underground or under, I mean, underwater. Yeah. Um, but I think we're going to get to the point where you're going to run out of burial space. I mean, just think about it. There's seven, you said seven billion people on Earth? That means there's 210 billion people who's maybe not buried, but their dust or whatever is in the ground. That's a lot of people. So what are you planning on doing? Uh, I don't know that I can do uh, cremation. I really? know you keep talking about it. I don't think I'm going to do that. Yeah. I, I'm not sure. I, and, and you've already got plots or something, I think. I yeah, have not I've got, done I've that. I've got two plots at a, at a cemetery. We bought them years and years and years ago. But I'm not sure. Uh, my wife tells me that what we're going to do is I'm going to be cremated because I'm going to die first. Oh, she's got this yeah. planned out. <laughs> yeah, and then she's going to put the ashes in her casket when she dies and put her hands around the, the, the vase. You know. <laughs> so She'll keep me down. Is that the insinuation she's wringing your neck or what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I, I tell you, this... Um, I was wondering, you know, we talked about outer space. If people are going to shoot their ashes off into space or something, maybe we'll start burying them on the moon. Well, they can start. They do ashes like that now. Do they really? Yeah. I, I, I used to have an airplane, and this guy asked me to take ashes up in the plane and right. spread them out, you know. Right. And so I did. But you have to have a special sock to do that because if you just pour them out the window, they come right back. Right back inside. <laughs> hey, get Bill out of the cockpit. He's all over the place. <laughs> yeah, you yeah got, it wouldn't work. you got to have a sock. It's about four feet long that goes out the window and, and it goes down to the back. No, it won't work unless you have that sock. Oh, so. they make them to yeah. do that. And also, I think there's just one place in the Smokies where you can be, you can drop ashes. They won't let you just go anywhere up there. I didn't know they let you do it at all. Yeah, I think they will. You know, I saw where it said in Hong Kong, thousands of families store ashes in sacks in funeral homes while they wait for years to have a public or private cemetery. Wow. Uh, in India, where the Hindu population, they will let them scatter the ashes of the dead after cremation. But Muslims and Christians bury their bodies, and they say they're running out of land. So, I mean, this is not a problem with us right now. We can be buried. We can go buy a plot and so whatnot. But you got to figure somewhere down the line, we're going to run out of space. Mm-hmm. And then they're going to say, well, you can't bury anymore whatsoever. Uh, and like you were talking about the United Nations saying, you know, hey, people that have been on Earth and the things they figured. Well, I think it's going to affect some areas before it affects us. Like New York and places, big metropolitan areas, they'll be shipping their bodies down here to bury them. Well, and I read something about that, too, and they said that um, the problem with that is if people like to go visit the grave of their relatives, they can't do it far away. So. No, they can't. That's well, I think the the question here is, do you think we're going to run out of space burying people? And what do you think? It seems like you'd have to, to me, eventually. I think we're going to run out of a lot of space, like for landfills, for burying. I think in years to come, it's going to be a lot of space. Well, you know, this begs the question, if people, if let's say there was cremation and people scattered ashes, is, impo- is it important to go and visit 
You know, grave sites were always big about, well, I'm going to visit Grandpa, and you go. Is that important, that it, people can well, visit a grave site? Because if you're cremated and you put your ashes in the wind, there is no place. No. Is that important? No. It's not to me, but it, it, uh, I don't think they're there. You know, I mean, it's just, it's just a tombstone. Do you visit any of your relatives' graves? No. You don't? No. I visit my dad's. Um, he's down off Kingston Pike. Um, but I have other family members that don't feel like going to his gravesite means anything. So a little bit of what you were and saying. some parts of the country it's different. You know, they have that decoration day in okay. country churches and country What's graveyards okay. where you go and put flowers on all the graves. Right. The families do and remember the families, and then they take them up a few days later. That's that's neat. All right, here we go. Move right. along. Uh, if you will tell everybody what's come up on uh, in just a second, and also our next show, then I've got a sponsor. All right, we've got our mailbox open up, and also we've got some complaints to get into. And on our next show, was there really an art? Has anyone ever found proof of it? If so, how big was it in today's terms? Hey, Ed, you know athletes need a full night's sleep to ensure their bodies recover. And if you work and play like an athlete, just like Ed and I, but we're you know we're we're like we're like professional athletes, like here today this weekend in Miami at the Super Bowl. Uh, if if you're like that and like us, you need a solid night's sleep. Time to lie down and check out the latest M Lily mattresses, M Lily foam and hybrid mattresses are the most comfortable mattresses you'll ever lay on. Find out why their customers are raving about the latest beds, and we can ship your dream bed directly to your door. Visit the mlilyusa.com website and find a retailer near you, or visit their newest showroom, Kingston Pike and Farragut next to the Fresh Market. M. Lily M. Prove your life. All right, Ed, time to open the mailbox. You're right. up. Okay, you ready? Yes, sir. Oh, here's a night. This is a beautiful envelope. God. Okay. Boom. I think it's pink. It's got a little oh, like that. To it too. It smells good. Bob. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> this is from Cat okay. Halls. What's your favorite dessert? I'm making it for you. Hey, that's what I'm talking about. All it's right. about time we got some appreciation. You got that right. What's your favorite dessert? My favorite dessert would have to be. I like apple pie. Yeah. I love apple pie. You like ice cream on it? Yes. Okay. Yeah. And, and, um, well, apple pie would be my favorite. That's dessert. your favorite. I have a tough time. I, here's the ones that I really like. Uh, Boston cream pie, which no. nobody makes anymore, hardly. No. Uh, caramel cake. Yeah. Which mm-hmm. I like a lot. And, um. Well, that's probably the two, and if I had to take one of those, oh, man, I'd probably go with Boston cream pie. There's something about that, but it's a pain of butt to make, so nobody makes them anymore. Yeah, you know, when we were, when we were in Boston, we went down in the old city and bought Boston cream pie, went back to the hotel room and ate every bit of it. Did, did right they, that originate from a hotel in Boston or it something did. like that? Mm-hmm. Really nice. All right, what else you got? Oh, another one, too, is strawberry cake. That's, that's for you? Yeah. You knew you had another yeah, one. Yeah, strawberry okay, cake. Okay, so, Kat, right. now you know what to make both of us. There you go. All right. All right. What else? Lanny from Los Angeles. What there. You, oh, gosh. What do you think San Francisco can do about the homeless crisis? Mm. Well, first of all, I'm glad that, uh, you know, we're we're getting a lot of listeners from all over the place and finally getting some mail from somebody on the West Coast. That's kind of cool. So, mm-hmm. But the topic, San Francisco, what they're going to do about the homeless crisis, boy, I don't know. Well, I'm going to let you jump in there first. Thoughts on okay. this? How many homeless are in San Francisco? I have no idea. Well, 
homeless. They found 8,011 homeless in the city recently in one night. 17% more than last year. Hundreds of volunteers participate in that one night camp. They go around and, you know, count them. But that's so, two, wait, so 8, 17% more just in the last two years? Last year. Wow. 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 That's tremendous growth. And, and oh, it seems like all of them in the, in the Bay Area come from other states due to the region's progressive politics and generous benefits. But it's not as true as you might think because 80% of the homeless people became homeless in the communities that they're in now. Some do travel to the Bay Area because, like migrating there, the weather's nice. But yeah, California I think, has the largest population of homeless in the nation. Oh, I don't doubt it. 130,000. You think it's too expensive to live there. Yeah. So if you, if something happens to you financially, um, it's going to be hard to recover to pay. It's just expensive to live there. You'd, you'd be better off in another state where the cost of living is less. Well, I like the guy. I read the story about this guy he had an old RV. Yeah. I don't even know if it ran. But anyway, he parked it on the parking space beside Major Road, four-lane okay. highway. Sure. And he lived there. He lived in it. He lived in it. Beside the road? Yeah. Right there on the in the, you know, the parking space. <laughs> and they never moved it or anything. And, they, and then come to find out, the whole street was covered with people living in it. So, uh, well, you got to figure <laughs> how do you... First of all, the basic thing, how do you go to the little boy's room? <laughs> I mean, eventually, that stuff's got to go somewhere or yeah, something. Well, that's true. Yeah. Well, I, um, and recently somebody got killed by accident. Uh, a car ran over one of the tents that they put up mm. at night in front of an apartment building, and the guy didn't know it was there, and he backed out and ran over and killed the woman inside it. Oh, bless her heart. Yeah. You know, I don't... California... Um, and I, a lot of what I've read is California has brought a lot of their problems on themselves with their um, legislating, the way they legislate the, the rules and stuff. Um, it, you know, you, you and I both know that's a fact that people, a lot of people are homeless. It's either a mental or an addiction issue for the most part. And those things will cause you to become homeless. I don't know. I mean, California, I think uh, the way they legislate, and especially San Francisco, is so liberal, it doesn't try to get people to stand up for themselves. It's, you know, it's that, uh, that uh, thing where we're all going to share and people yeah. migrate to that. Although you said 80% of the people that are homeless there yeah, they're came from, from there. there. Yeah. So, so I, I, I think the only thing that's left to do is to steal sponsorships by block. And uh, this block is brought to you by. And Wow. I mean, have we come to that? I think we have. You know, I... I Throwing money at poverty and homelessness will never no, make a difference no, in that's that. Where, that's, why, that's how we got where we are. Exactly. Yeah. You can't, because people don't fool with it, so they throw money yeah, at it. But it's true. going to take helping people with their mental problem and their addiction, and that will make a huge dent on uh, on homelessness, I do believe. So we got to, we got to stand up and help on that. So. All right, Ed, uh, let's see. That's the mailbox. We've got some uh, some stuff coming up, and you're going to tell them about that. And Sound good to you? Yeah, sound good to this me. is the Ed and Bob show, so tell us, everybody, what's coming up. All right, coming up, we're going to be uh, doing the complaints and uh, 
how you can get in touch with us and, and uh, reply. And also, we're going to tell you about our next show, which is pretty good. Time for complaints, and Ed always right. kicks it off. I always have a complaint. <laughs> well, don't we all? I went to the movies the other night. Yeah. And the theater was packed. You oh. Couldn't, you couldn't get to the concession stand. I mean, it was like 8 or 10, 12 people deep. Whoa. And then when I got up there, I wanted a bag of popcorn and right. a soft drink, right? Yeah. $15. What? $15. You're kidding me. No. It's so expensive. Well, what's the deal with that? I don't know. I mean, I, I, I think theaters may be in trouble anyway. Um, but I think a movie, a new movie coming in, if I'm not mistaken, whatever the ticket price is, they get 90% of it. And the theater only gets a 10%, maybe. So they're, they got to make money on that popcorn. And they love movies that can play at least three times a night. They don't like those four-hour movies, although we've had some no. long movies out there lately. Yeah, that's true. So 15 bucks, did you shell it out, buddy? I did. <laughs> you got to have popcorn coke. You're not one of those that sneak it in? No. Well, I did sneak <laughs> in coffee. <laughs> I've been known to do that. But I don't really sneak it in. I just carry it in. Right. And uh, I dare him to say something. But they, this theater had a big sign right where yeah. the ticket place was. says, do not bring anything in from outside. Oh, they actually had Yeah, they, and they said, well, we, we reserve the right to search bags. You're kidding no. me. I'm searching my that. bag. Come on. Well, if I, if let's say I want to go to the theater and I just want water and a candy bar, I may be carrying my water and probably, my candy bar is probably going to be in my wife's pocketbook. Yeah. And I'm sorry, I don't see that as being a huge problem. Well, back when my children were little, we would go yeah. to the movies yeah. and, and pack things, sure. you know, like M&M's and all of that, yeah. and, and pass them out. Well, you don't want a $15 candy bar, do you? No, gosh, <laughs> I got a complaint for you. Okay. Ed, I don't know if you've noticed this or not, but getting older is not as much fun as I would have liked for it to have been. Well, it's certainly not down here in Miami Beach, I tell you that. <laughs> well, a lot of these people down here, they got those, uh, looks like they've been in the sun a little bit too long. They're, yeah. a little, they're crusty. But I've noticed that uh, as you get older, things hurt for a lot longer, and then you go, well, there's no use going to a doctor on that. I'll just have it for the rest of my life, you know. So uh, I just... I guess my what I'm saying is it's a warning to all those kids out there who are 30 and think they're going to live forever. <clears throat> Plan for getting older and take take better care of your body because you're going to need it when you get that's older. Right, that's right, especially you guys playing football and these sports. Oh, gosh. And I can't yeah. believe the girls playing soccer and they, mm. they, they head that ball and it's mm. got to hurt. I think that's – I think that's – we, I guess we should talk about that another time, but I never thought that hitting a soccer ball with your head is in the long run a good idea. So, all right, that's complaints. Ed, tell everybody how they can listen to our show. Well, go online to the edandbob.com website, and you can listen there and also uh, type, you can tell us uh, complaints or whatever you want to there. That's a place for you to write in. Also, download the Apple Podcast app or the TuneIn app. Search Ed and Bob. Be sure to subscribe. And on your Alexa app, in your skill settings, enable TuneIn. Then tell Alexa to go to TuneIn. 
in. She'll ask you what you want to hear, and you say, Ed Bob Show. And, you know, let us know if you have problems with that. We might be able to help you out. My mom had a little problem getting Alexa to play, and I helped her out, and we got it straightened out. So if you're having a problem with that, let us know. As Ed said, you can comment there on our website. Also, email us, Ed and Bob at yahoo.com and we'd love for you to follow us on social media because we're exciting guys <laughs> Ed and Bob Knox at Ed Brantley at Bob Thomas Knox and Facebook is uh, dot com slash Ed and Bob alright you got anything you want to apologize for Ed? no but I want to wish Kat the best on those uh, making those desserts I'm looking forward yeah, to yeah you got that yeah. right also want to say hi to uh, the folks down at Fort Loudon Therapy Center it's in the North City yeah and uh, they've done a great job with me and, and I really enjoy going there and working out and getting feeling better too so. and they're listening right yes they do that's really cool we really appreciate that Uh, i got another personal shout out my buddy rick davis down in alabama who listens he uh, we were in radio together and we thanks thank him for that ed tell everybody what's coming up on the next show next show was there really a noah's heart wow has anyone ever found proof of it and if so how big was it oh man i can't wait for that all right ed i'll see you next time brother okay thank you ma'am bye and that does it for us as we wrap it up from the clevelander on South Beach in Miami as we get ready for the Super Bowl. How lucky can one guy be? I kissed her and she kissed me. Like the fella once said, ain't that a kick in the head? The room was completely black. I hugged her and she hugged back. Like the sailor said, quote, ain't that a hole in a boat? My head keeps spinning. I go to sleep and keep grinning. If this is just to be given, my life is gonna be beautiful. I've sunshine enough to spread. It's just like the fella said. Tell me quick, ain't love a kick in the head. Like the fellow once.